You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul, episode 147. Let's get to the show. Happy, happy new year. We're so glad you came. Happy, happy new year from Sobriety to Recovery gang. We're so excited. We hope that you are too. Happy, happy new year from all of us to you. Hey, wise mind empowerment. It is up for you. I just rambled on and sang this song for you. Hey, I swear I had an idea where that song was going to go and then it just went all off the rails. (laughs) You were listening to From Sobriety to Recovery. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. How in the heck are you? You know I'm in addiction recovery, just like you are. We're all on the sobriety to recovery train. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Happy, happy new year. Uh, Yeah, that was a little ludicrous. I, I know, I know, I know. If you recently listened to episode 146 where I talked about patience, then you know that I was shooting that episode uh, at one in the morning. And, and... And I don't know if I should tell you this, but I feel like we're open. We're honest. We're open and honest people around here, right? We're heart-centered. We come from the same place. Heart-centered, emotional, wanna-be land, right? That's what we want to be. We want to be heart-centered and emotional. We tell the truth. It is 2.05 in the morning. (laughs) I'm shooting this episode right after the last one. And why am I doing that? Because I am going away for New Year's. And I want to release this uh, right after New Year's for you all to enjoy uh, after the new year. And while New Year's is Saturday and the 146 is going to come out uh, on Wednesday, uh, this will this will come out um, on New Year's Day, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. I feel like I want you to have a New Year's Day episode. Uh, and again, I just literally hit stop and hit record. So this might have started off like a little bit of a what in the hell is this dude doing kind of thing. And if this is your first episode, I can assure you I am way crazier than I'm acting right now. <laughs> I just love you all. And I love this show and I, and I love what we're growing and doing toward. And um, we're going to do a real legit New Year's episode when I get back from Las Vegas. I'm going to the Sin Den, the city of sin, to watch a ton of people uh, make poor choices and uh, take on undesirable actions and wake up the next morning with a massive hangover and regret most of it. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. I'm not thrilled about the fact that the temperatures state that the low is going to be somewhere in the mid to high 30s. That sort of sucks especially because the last few days here in Huntsville, it has been like in the high 60s, low 70s. So it would certainly be super dope if uh, Vegas would like to get on that awesome weather train bandwagon. I'm going to say train a lot in this episode, apparently. Um, (laughs) It's not. It's the high desert and it's freezing cold out there. So that's going to be super hilarious. But I'm going to get to see... uh, It's just going to be an amazing, amazing experience there. But I wanted to have this episode for you guys on New Year's because I just wanted to talk about all the things that we've accomplished, right? And with the theme of this episode being New Year, New You, or New Year, Same You. And I talked about this on the on the College Success Habits podcast as well. Um, I shot both of those episodes back to back, and now I'm shooting hours back to back. And it really was a lot about this new year and same you. Is it new year, new you? 
right? Is it a proclamation? New year, new me. Or is it more of a question? New year, same me? And where we're going to go with it on this one, it's, I really want you to step back on this day, this first day of the new year, and ask yourself, have you really paid attention to where you have come from in your journey along the way to where you are now? See, I, I really want you to feel into this and, and, and listen and hear me out because a lot of the times we get so hell-bent on where we're going that we barely are paying attention today, right? We're staring at our phones. We've got our priorities. We've got our focuses. We've got all this stuff that we've laid out. We've got all these goals that we've set and that we're seeking to accomplish. And then, of course, life gets in the way and there's, you know, oh, my goodness, there's a car insurance thing or I got to get a haircut or I got to make this phone call or that phone call. And, and before you know it, life is just life. And some things we've, you know, turned into habits and hedonistic adaptations pushed them higher and higher. And then other ones, it's like things fall off and we don't even know why we let them go. And next thing you know, we turn around and we're not really sure of how we got here, but we know we got here. And through self-awareness and mindful evaluation, we could absolutely go back and deduce the steps that we took to get to the desirable outcomes that we achieved and we could absolutely notice the things that we did that led us to the undesirable outcomes that we achieved and make no mistake whether the outcome is desirable or undesirable you're still achieving it you're still putting your effort into it you're still putting your mind your body and your spirit behind it you might not necessarily know you're doing it no one says, boy, I really hope that I uh, don't pay attention to my finances and completely shit the bed on this stuff and, and wake up in massive debt. No one says that, but yet their actions each and every day lead them to that. Just as much as your actions every day could lead you to having a more a mindful, well-thought-out financial stability underneath you. It might require some sacrificing of the things that you want in the moment, but are you sacrificing your tomorrow for instant gratification today? I actually talked about this in the um, in the uh, College Success Habits podcast, episode 108, Sacrificing Tomorrow for Today. I don't think I did that for you guys, uh, more than likely because I already covered it in some relative way or another. Uh, Self-sabotage, episode 130, would probably be a really great episode for you to go back on. Um, oh yeah, episode one twenty eight. Unknowingly sacrificing your future self for comfort for today. So you can go back to one oh eight in College Success Habits and listen to that version, and then go and listen to the one twenty eight episode for y'all uh, to hear re-listen to this version, and then you can go back to now and <laughs> listen to me talk about it again in this version in this episode, the one you're listening to now. <laughs> and so you have to ask yourself. You know, are you sacrificing your future self for instant gratification today? Where are there places where you could begin? The word sacrifice almost sounds like we're giving up something that we really want. And it might be. You might really want that Oreo cookie right now. But are you sacrificing your future stronger self for that Oreo now? Now, if you have impulse control and, you, and you're able to bypass that instant gratification monkey, you might be able to just have one Oreo and be okay with that. Or you might find yourself mowing down on a whole bag of those things because once it touches your lips, it's like 
what are those chips? Once once it pops, you can't stop. Pringles? Booyah. Um, I only know that because there's a football player on the Kansas City Chiefs named Byron Pringle. And, and I think of Pringles every time I say his name. Man, let's refocus this episode. <laughs> and so I think we're doing pretty good, Jess. You're focused. So instant gratification, impulse control. Are you sacrificing tomorrow for today? And here you are. New year, new me. Or New Year, same me. And so I really want you to take stock and inventory of where it is that you've come from and all the things that you've done this year. And this episode is really just an opportunity for, for me to say that again to for you. Sit down today on this new day, this new year, and just journal a little bit about what it is you've accomplished. Write down a list. Go back over your months and write down a list of, of what it was that you accomplished last January, February, March, April, if you can remember them. This time last year, I had this genius idea that I was going to each week have a priority and focus list or each month I was going to have a priority and focus list. And then I was going to go through at the end of each month and look back over my P4Fs, the priorities and focuses that I set every day and every week. And I was going to make a a list of the things that I accomplished each month. And then at the end of uh, the year, I'd be able to look back at my January all the way to December accomplishments and come up with this super awesome, amazing list of all the things that I accomplished. Again, desirable and undesirable alike, we're going to make this list. And guess how far I got into that? Nada. Nada, nada, nada. Because I didn't follow the my own practice of making it simple, making it something that I could do every single day. So this year, I'm going to start, and every single day, I'm just going to create a list on my, uh, on my, on my iPhone that connects to my iPad and my MacBook and my iMac. I'm an Apple dude, right? And I, I do this so all my devices sync. And so each day, I just want to write down something that I accomplished that was desirable and something that I accomplished that was undesirable. And that's all. That's all I want to do. Just each day, at the end of the day, before I go to bed, I'm already on my phone anyways, doing something. Just go into that note app and then just type in the day. There's the date, desirable, undesirable, and just put it in. And that's it. And just do that. And just start doing that every single day. One thing desirable. One, it could just be went to the gym. It could be shot a podcast. Whatever it is. But the more I just do that, eventually I'll get better and better and better. And I'll be able to expand. But at first, it's just a simple sentence. I went to the gym. That's desirable. I ate a cinnamon roll at 2 in the morning undesirable. (laughs) And that's it. Right. But simply just adding little tiny things rather than having a P4F list for every single day that turns into a P4F list for every single week and then for every month and then for the quarter and the half year and the full year. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Make it simple. It's the, it's the smallest next step that gets you where you want to go. Huge leaps. They will absolutely happen. They will absolutely happen. But taking that, that, making the first step a huge leap, while it seems like a great idea in the moment, and we talked a lot about this in 146, so I won't dive too deep into it again now since you literally just listened to it a few days ago and I actually just shot it an hour ago and finished it uh, 11 minutes and 46, 47, 48 seconds ago. <laughs> What's important through all of this amazing stuff that you're experiencing, good and bad, it's all amazing, right? Because you're doing it with the intention of 
working your way through sobriety into addiction recovery. And if I know for a lot of y'all out there, you're sober curious or you've tried sobriety multiple times and you've fallen back in, into old ways and you've relapsed, that's just that's just experience for how not to do it next time. That's experience for that one degree shift you can change next time. I can assure you for those 22 years, I woke up hundreds, if not thousands of those mornings and looked at myself in the mirror and said, that's it, I'm never doing this again. And later on that day, I was, or I stopped for a couple days. Somebody once asked me, you know, did I just cold turkey quit? And I mistakenly said, yeah, yeah, I just, I just, you know, I woke up and that, uh, that day, January 12th, 2017, I said no more. And I woke up and I stopped drinking on January 13th. But in reality, I spent all of 26 planning this. I got rid of my old insurance. I signed on to Kaiser because I knew they had a better insurance policy. Uh, my sister and I talked about it all the time. Then she took it herself into rehab in like August, September. I went out and visited her. I was amazed by what these people were talking about. Literally, they, they were talking to me. Not They weren't just talking about my sister. They were literally talking about me. And I was like, okay, that's it. I got to do this. got to do this soon. Didn't know when. I just knew it was going to happen. And then it did. And I didn't quit cold turkey because I've been planning for months and if not years. I may have just stopped one day, but it doesn't mean that that was the first time I ever had the thought. A lot of planning took place in order for me to achieve that. And then each day I just went to a meeting or I, or I went, well, all my meetings were at Kaiser because I was in their uh, outpatient program. And I just went there every single day and did exactly what they said and went to the meetings and went to the therapy sessions and went to the group sessions and I did all of the things that they said. And slowly but surely it solidified it more and more and more. And I kept booze in my room. We've talked about that just to make sure I was super serious. And, and I was, and I always knew I was, but I just wanted to make sure I was stubborn like that. It just, it's like, for whatever reason, I just had to put that temptation out there. And it wasn't a temptation. It actually didn't feel like anything at all. I just flipped the switch and was finally done, but it took me years to get there. And so as we look back at a new, another year having passed by and we're passing this baton and it's really just January 1st, it's just another day. But because we're humans and we construct time in order to have these benchmarks throughout our lives, it's another year also. And, and if you've been following me since the beginning of this December 1st to February 1st journey, where it's 60 days to pass the baton from one year to the next and let the other year slowly matriculate itself away while the other one slowly matriculates, matriculates itself into um, momentum. And now I'm saying the word matriculate because about 10% of my brain started thinking about Byron Pringle of the Kansas City Chiefs and then started thinking about the Kansas City Chiefs and then remembered its very first coach used to say things like matriculate down the field. What on earth is my brain doing? <sighs> I love you, Jesse. You're awesome. So one year is slowly fading away while another one ramps up with momentum. And it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic, this process. So while it is just another day, it is also another year. Just like your birthday is just another day in your life, but it's the benchmark that we have set up so that we know to add another year onto our age. But you're only one day older. It's just one day more into your journey of sobriety and recovery. Yesterday was December 31st. Today is January 1st. That's it. But yet it's also huge. So take this moment, 
to embrace that it's just another day, another beautiful day, because every day is the best day of our lives when we wake up sober, but it's also the final planting of the flag on the calendar of legitimately one year ending and another year beginning. And this is an awesome opportunity for you to continue on your goal accomplishing schedule to continue to make sure that the goals you're setting up for yourself are ones you want for you, not for somebody else. Because the ones for somebody else, those can fade away. They don't always, but I'm saying that the propensity rate of them to fade away is much higher than the ones you set for yourself because those are internally driven. And that's where self-worth comes from. Self-esteem comes externally. If you set up a goal for some, to, to appease and please somebody else, and then they don't give you the feedback you desire one day over the course of many days, then the desire to continue on the goal you only set for them to make them happy, it's going to, it's, it'll fade, it'll wane. It's, it's, it's just the way that the human brain works. So why push against the human brain? Work with the human brain and set your goals up based on what you desire in your life. And then connect that bridge from what you want to what they want. If you want more intimacy uh, in the bedroom with your partner and the way that they want to feel more connected to you is by having deeper conversations. Just saying, fine, I promise I'll have deeper conversations with you right? How long are you going to keep up with that? But if you realize that you want more intimacy and that they've drawn you a roadmap in order to have more intimacy, they want to feel more connected and to feel more connected, they want deeper conversations. Then you can say, oh, well, then I'm going to make the promise to myself to have deeper conversations with my partner. And through these deeper conversations, we'll have a more intimate connection. And that intimate connection will lead to more intimate moments in the bedroom. And now you've connected what they desire to what you desire, and you've tied it into the goal that you ultimately want. Because you would want to be more intimately connected with your intimate partner, right? Like, that's part of the process. That's what makes it so beautiful. That's what makes it so powerful. When you share those those private moments with each other, when you have that deeper longing connection. So you're getting what you want, and they're getting what they want, and simultaneously, both of the things that you both want are the things that you both want. Now that sounded too much like a riddle. So just imagine your partner says deeper, intimate conversations in order to have more intimate bedtime. And you say, I want more intimate bedtime and therefore I'll do the intimate conversations. Well, they also want more intimate bedtime and you also want more intimate conversations. And now all of a sudden the goal is the same and you can lock it into what you ultimately desire internally. So if you don't get the feedback and one day you you go to make a move and they say, not today, I'm not feeling good, that it doesn't, you're like, oh, okay, well, cool. Then, then that's fine. We're still having intimate conversations. We're still growing towards something. And now their external invalidation of what you desired in the moment doesn't cause you to stop moving forward with the agreement you made with yourself, which was to increase intimate conversations that would lead to intimate moments. So all that makes sense. I hope so, because I feel like maybe that wasn't the best metaphor to use, but I just know that a lot of us tend to have um, issues in our relationships because of our emotional unintelligence, right? Our emotional immaturity that was fostered by us burying away our emotions through addiction. And so we get into these relationships and, and we want things, but we aren't connecting the dots with how it's all one gigantic puzzle. So when you want deeper, more profound relationships, you have to begin to see that everything is part of the piece of puzzle. 
So just looking at it linearly and saying, well, I want this one thing, and that's all I'm hell-bent on getting, is ignoring all the other pieces that are around that one piece that, when combined, give you the beautiful picture that you see on the box. It gives you that Norman Rockwell photo that people were obsessed with in the 50s and 60s. The American dream does still exist. It just looks a lot different than it used to. But the American dream was always to uh, a loving partnership, a secure job, a, uh, a, a safe, secure place over your head, financial stability. That stuff still exists. It just looks a lot different now. It can seem harder to achieve if that's the frame we decide to look at it through. That, oh, well, it's not the 1950s when every neighborhood was safe and everybody had a living wage and had what they wanted. That's not true. Not everybody had a living wage. Not everybody had what they wanted. And there was a ton of unsafe things going on underneath the surface that the news just wasn't reporting because that's not what they wanted to talk about. Now we have 50 million channels and nothing's on. Information inundating inundating us at a miraculous pace from infinite directions. And it's really hard to sift through all of the nonsense in order to get to what really matters. As you move into this new year and you really take on this new you, and it's a, it's a proclamation, not a question, realize that you should be putting a maximum amount of your effort into the things you actually can control. You can control how you show up to work. You can control how you show up in your career. You can control how you show up in your addiction recovery and sobriety. You can control how you uh, respond rather than react in your relationships. You can control yourself and all of the things where you, anywhere you find yourself, you can control yourself and only yourself in those moments. Getting pissed off and upset about DC or your state capital or some nameless, faceless you know, troll monger on the internet or some famous person trying to tell you how to do your shit, that is a waste of your freaking energy. You control you. You don't even control the people in your own damn house. Hell, you probably don't even control your pet. You might bark orders at it, but I promise you, that cat's knocking shit off the cabinet when you're not looking, and that dog is definitely doing something nefarious when you don't hear him anymore. And your fish, please, you definitely don't control your fish. Unless all you do is just stand outside the bowl and say, breathe. Then in that moment, you control your fish because he's breathing. So you influence at best. What can you control? As you seek this new you, and every day is a chance to to seek a newer you, something new you'll learn, something new you'll habituate, something, uh, you know, an extra rep at the gym, whatever it might be, there's always a new you waiting the next morning. Be in control of you. Be focused on how you control you, your emotions, your mental acuity, your physical well-being, your spiritual groundedness. Those are the things you can control. You can invite people into your space and you can influence them by being positive and keeping your promises to them to love you, but you can't make them love you. You can do things that will instigate love inside of them, but they ultimately will determine if what you just did was something that they feel loved toward or against. You don't get to decide. You might think, uh, you know, cooking dinner is exactly what your, your partner wants, but in reality, they would really just prefer you take out the garbage. They think your food tastes like shit. Just take out the damn garbage and leave the dishes and the pots and pans alone. They'll cook. 
But if you're not aware of what will help instigate love from them without having conversations about what it is they truly desire in their relationship or with life, then you're really, you're, you're putting yourself behind an eight ball that you could easily walk around and be on the other side of just by having a conversation. And this, this example works in infinite ways with everyone in your life, even your coworkers. Just talk to people, be, speak cool. Today, we went out and we showed the kids the swing set that we had been building. And, uh, and again, I'm not sure what episode. This is the fourth one in the last two and a half hours. That Somewhere in these episodes, I talked about building Fort Howell for the kids that the parents bought, the, who are the grandparents to my nieces and nephews, to my brother's children. We did all of this and we went out to celebrate. And, you know, the parents are going back to their house tomorrow. And so we went out and we went to this barbecue place and one of the employees walked up and gave um, some chocolate Oreo pudding to um, two of the three kids. And then he saw there was a third and went back and got another one and just gave the three kids this awesome Mississippi mud pie is what they call it here. And we didn't ask for it, just gave it to us out of the kindness of his heart. And then we're walking around these Christmas lights in downtown Huntsville, and we go to this uh, kettle popcorn place that's out there by the the pond, and um, we go to buy one little $3 bag of popcorn for one of the kids, and the guy just says, oh, here, you've got, we were going to make them share because we didn't think they needed all that popcorn, and he's like, oh, no, here, take two more. No charge, just give them to us for free. Like, two different situations today, two different people just put it upon themselves to just give the kids with us free things we didn't ask for we were quite surprised like i come from los angeles my brother and his wife been living in houston that is not how people normally act there but here apparently being super awesome and friendly is just par for the course which is awesome because being super awesome and friendly is something i enjoy doing too so before, you know, we were super thank you to the popcorn guy. In fact, we bought some popcorn for ourselves when we weren't originally intending to just because this kindness was like, well, hell, I got to try this guy's cinnamon kettle popcorn now. I went up and thanked the employee who gave us the chocolate Mississippi mud pies. And I thanked the, the cashier lady for being so friendly and first offering me Mississippi mud pies. So when I went to the table and told everybody I had gotten it, they were like, oh, that'd be awesome. Right. Next thing you know, three free ones showed up to the table. Didn't say anything. It just manifested itself. Where are you putting out positive energy in your life? Where are you putting it, putting yourself in a position to get other people's kindness. And where are you paying that forward? This new year, new you, this is a reality. This is exactly what you can accomplish this year. Nothing is beyond your reach. You do have to set the intention and pay it attention each and every day. One minute, one minute, one minute. Like Kimmy Schmidt said in the, in that one show on Netflix, the incredible Kimmy Schmidt or whatever. Anybody can do something for a minute. She would like turn this lever. Anybody can do it for a minute. Right? Anybody can do something for a minute. And you do it and you stack enough minutes throughout enough days. And before you know it, you're just habituated to just doing it longer and longer and longer. Until it just becomes a way of life. And before you know it, five years of sobriety and recovery have passed. And you look back and it's just with amazement what has been accomplished. And I cannot wait for the next five years. I will enjoy and embrace each and every day, all the while knowing that I'm creating and building something that's absolutely going to blow my mind. 
I had no clue of what I could have accomplished in five years. What's that saying? Most people think most people uh, overestimate what they can accomplish in one year and underestimate what they can accomplish in ten. I have well beyond exceeded what I thought I could accomplish in five, and I am going to continue to drive and push myself forward, utilizing my seven powerful principles of developing a growth mindset, cultivating courage, being decisive, taking action. Embracing discipline, exercising flexibility, and embodying tenaciousness. These are the seven powerful principles I wrote in my College Success Habits book. Go get it. The Kindle version is like three bucks on Amazon. And just replace college and success habits. Replace anything where you see it. Just replace it with sobriety or addiction or addiction recovery. It works. It works for everyone. Because these seven powerful principles are the ones I was utilizing throughout my entire life. It wasn't until I got sober and sat down and said, what were the principles that guided me here? That's when I unearthed these seven. And I had been living them all along. And when I had desirable outcomes, it's because I was achieving them through these seven principles. And when I achieved undesirable outcomes, it's because I wasn't focusing on these seven principles. You might have your own principles. Great. Embrace them. Imbibe them. Be them every single day. And when you lay your head on the pillow, if you notice that you weren't them, that's okay. Bless yourself. Thank yourself. Be be so appreciative of that mindful self-awareness and then seek to achieve better the next day. Be more desirable in your actions. Be more attentive and mindful and thoughtful of what you're doing with your time. And I can assure you, at the end of the road, which by never mind, there is no end of the road. Along the way of the journey, you'll get to those benchmarks. You'll see those road signs along the way that'll let you know you're getting there. Being alive and thriving in the year 2022, that is exactly what we wanted from ourselves when we began 2021. Did we accomplish everything that we wanted? Probably not. Because we push ourselves to achieve. We set these amazing goals, right? These big, hairy, audacious goals. No one said we were going to achieve them all in a year, but we achieved a lot of them. So sit down and write down those achievements. Sit down and write out the non-achievements that you achieved. The ones that you weren't expecting to achieve that you rather would not have achieved. All the while knowing that if you put that attention and intention that you'll begin to foster more desirable behaviors in yourself and you'll begin to release the less desirable. And the more less desirable ones you release, yes, there's going to be some more less desirable ones that show themselves, but that's just because they were stuck behind the other ones. The more you release, the more you can start getting to and getting to and getting to. And there is no finish line to this, but it's that feeling of successful accomplishment. That's what fuels you each and every day. I just love it. I love it. So on this day of all days, this first day of the year, I want you to embrace what you've done to get here. I want you to set goals that will push you through your comfort zone so you get more comfortable in your uncomfort zone. Sit Set big, hairy, audacious, absolutely out of control goals, but also set ones that are super achievable, like one minute of physical activity or one minute of an emotional conversation or one minute of reading something new to spark mental acuity or one minute of meditation, something that hits your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual pillars. 
so that you can increase yourself each and every day. If you were in the tribe, you'd be learning about priority four focuses later on today. And by today, I do mean Wednesday. And you'd be able to figure out a system I put into place to make sure that every single day I'm working for and toward my addiction recovery, toward my highest sense of self. Down the line, I might bring that in as an episode, or I might just keep that as a content block just for the people in the tribe. Because I'm going to make you guys want to join. It's amazing over here. We're doing great things. And this is a not, I have no shame in my game, plug, for being a more of an active member in my tribe. Because I see how amazing all of y'all are doing. I know you see how amazing all of y'all are doing because we're actively pursuing that version of ourselves and we're encouraging each other along the way. So as we say hello to the new year and in a way say goodbye to last year, at least on the calendar, but not through my baton system, um, I just want to thank you all, all of you listeners out there who step up and step forward each and every week and check out the podcast and you take this material and you instigate it into your own lives. Um, so many of you I've had actual phone calls with. Um, some of you uh, we've kept in contact. Some are in the tribe. Some are not. But whether you're, you're, you're in it now or you're still thinking about it later, if I've had a conversation with you, I just want to thank you and, and express my gratitude for um, stepping forward and, and having the chance to meet me so I could learn more about you, so you could just learn more about me and the things I don't talk about on the show. It is just an amazing opportunity to have those one-on-one sessions with y'all and, and get to know more about the people drawn to this show. I The dichotomy uh, of of differences, that it's just, it astounds me. Just so many different people have found this show. It, it The reach is just it expands in so many different countries. I mean, I've had phone calls with people at two in the morning uh, because they're on the other side of the of the world. It has just floored me, the growth that this has had. Unfortunately, so much of it came during the pandemic when uh, people started hitting the bottle super hard in those first three to six months of the pandemic and then turned to uh, a source to help them out of that. And you found me and bless you. And, and it's just bless you all for, for being a part of this show. For you out there who are in the tribe, you know who I'm talking to, all of y'all who show up to my Wednesday sessions, who are in the Voxer channel, who are just actively seeking your highest sense of self. Uh, I won't call you out by names because that's not what I didn't ask you if I could. So I'll just leave your names out of it. Just know I'm talking to all of you. The The way that you support one another in the tribe, the way that you step forward, uh, the way that you're taking on leadership, whether it's in a community, in a group, or just in your own homes, or in, in most importantly, in your own lives. It just means the world to me to have a front row seat to your growth and to be able to encourage you and to be able to have you be vulnerable with me and in the group and to be able to express things knowing that it's a safe space and that we don't judge and we accept and we encourage and we embrace and we learn. And uh, it's just, it's just. You know, the tribe didn't even get launched until last March, whenever I first put the online experience together. And so many of you were just avid listeners who had been hitting me up through social media, who we got into, you know, got y'all into an empowerment call and had you uh, taken the online course or had you take my very first NLP uh, class that I had ever, ever taught 
in the sobriety recovery community. Really, a lot of that material was the first time I'd ever put it together and set it the way that I had. And you all, uh, you know, you went from just being, you know, listeners to actually being much more active contributors. And just thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. What we accomplished in 2021 is just a beautiful beautiful and it will i will never relegate it to the, to the back of my mind it will always you will always be my founders you will always be the founding tribal members uh it's just phenomenal and 2022 is just going to be even even greater because that's what we shoot for and for those of you who've had calls and, and and have decided to wait or needed to wait or had other things going on in your life the door is still ajar you just need to Walk up to it and open it up. We would love to have you in the Wise Mind Empowerment Tribe. Um, and those for you, those of you who've never even reached out, but you've always thought it'd be really cool if you did, then do it. Then do it. It's it's warm. It's welcoming. It is nothing but pure love over here. And for those of you who just enjoy just being listeners and, and doing your own thing with this, then bless you and, and keep doing that too. There's 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 a space and a place for all of us to succeed. And however you want to be involved, then be that involved. But cultivate that courage and step forward. I'll call on you if that's what you want. This show, where it's going, one day when I'm at episode 777, you'll be able to say, damn, I've been with this dude for so long. How is he still coming up with episodes? <laughs> I'm not even thinking that far ahead. I mean, think about that. 147, 777. We'd be looking at, that's like another 530 episodes. I Nope, 630 episodes. I ain't even trying to get stressed about what I'll be talking about in episode 777. But you know how much I love me some sevens. So I guarantee you, it'll be one hell of a show. But that's, you know, another 15 years from now, if I did 50 and 50 let's see, 50 episodes a year, that would be 12, about 14 years from now, I would be coming up on 19 years of sobriety and recovery. Fucking hey, man. That was going to be one hell. So, all right, 777. I hope I remember I shouted you out at, uh, during one, episode 147. So that's it, my friends. I have officially uh, milked this Happy New Year episode for as long as I can. I hope you had a blessed night. I hope you rung in the new year with exactly the people you wanted to. I know I certainly did. I will come back with uh, with my first episode of the new year, and I'll talk about the hilarity that I witnessed in Las Vegas. Um, I will absolutely be paying attention for stories about how I'm so happy that I'm not one of those people anymore and that I've I've chosen a new path for myself. So I'm going to be very keenly aware of the uh, the chaos and insanity that's going on around me, and uh, I'll tell you all about it then. So I hope you had an amazing an amazing New Year. I, again, I hope the ball dropped with exactly the people you wanted, and that you woke up this morning just realizing that every day really is the best day of our lives because we wake up sober. As always, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. I said it once, but I'll say it again because it's true every single time. Today is the best day of our lives because we woke up sober. Shout out to sunshine, glow on, happy new year. See you again next time. Bye-bye. 